Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Good morning, guys. Welcome to the Morning Jam. Jackson Brown's running on empty. I think my computer's running on empty. (laughs) I don't know what that was about. Not a good sign, though. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're uh, getting off to a a good start. I will tell you this. A little bit foggy this morning. Kind of rainy. And the deer are absolutely crazy this morning. I don't know what's going on. I literally had a buck racing me this morning. Ran right along side of my car this morning uh they are very very active so just just be aware of that this morning uh, here's your thought of the day here we go the strength of a family is not determined by the number of members but rather by the amount of love given and the love received so there you go doesn't matter are how you big doing, the family are you is. doing a family one today for special reasons no I picked that long before today. Mm-hmm. I do these a week in advance. Okay. My friend. <laughs> 434-248-0704 is our text number. And we would love for you to play along as we have our Mind Jam trivia this morning. Um, this is about car maintenance. Not something I'm great at, but apparently I'm not alone. 55% of drivers don't know how to do this when it comes to maintaining their vehicle. I want to know what this is. Oh, this is easy. Is it? It's either, it has to either be change a tire or change your oil. Uh-huh. You know, my uh, my father wouldn't let me have my license until I could do both of those I know things. I to do both those things. I had to do the tire one on the side of 29 recently. No, no, no. I could not get my license until I, I did it. Yeah. I had to do that part. But it my, was tough love. But I, in Scouts, I had to do, I had to change a tire, like, I got a merit badge. So, uh, Oh, you got a merit badge? I did not get a merit badge, but I did get a license, so I was pretty motivated. Clearly. Yeah. I've seen you drive here every day. <laughs> That's right. Unless you got something to tell me. Well, it's another conversation probably that should take place off air, perhaps. Uh, on this day in history, in 1966, the greatest hits album by The Temptations is released and it is the Billboard Album of the Year in 1967. Such a great group and a fantastic album. Billboard Album of the Year in 1967. In 1974, ABBA starts their first tour of Europe. It's their first tour that takes place outside of Sweden. And you thought I was going to play Dancing Queen, didn't you? But no, I did not. I mixed it up a little bit with some ABBA. Uh, 1979, Paul McCartney releases a song that we are going to hear far too much over the next couple of weeks. And there's nothing I can do about that. And that's all I can bear of that song because we will hear it so much over the next few weeks. But it was a big hit for him. It has become a Christmas classic. 
wonderful Christmas time on this day in 1979. And then in 2010, the engagement is announced between Prince William and Catherine or Kate Middleton. And that's announced at Clarence House in London. Is it your birthday today? If it is, you share it with some pretty famous people, including Marg Hellenberger. She is turning 64 years old today. Uh, you may know her best from CSI. She was also in Bad Boys and was pretty good in that, too. Oh, you know, I'd actually take that as a compliment if I didn't know you so well. Uh, excuse me, but if you two want to get personal, I could step out uh, with my boy. Uh, what's going on here? I'm just doing my job. I mean, I love knowing that one leak, one headline could turn this nightmare into a media frenzy. That's not going to happen. We're going to get the dope back before that ever happens. Good. Why don't you start by looking right here? Because this had to have been an inside job. And I'm going to find out about it. There you go. Uh, also having a birthday today, Dwight Gooden. He is turning 58 years old today. I don't have a sound clip for him. So, but those who know, you know who he is. I uh, don't know who he is. You don't know who, is it Dwight Gooden, uh, athlete? Dwight, I know Dwight Howard is an athlete. Uh, I think you better look that up. You're losing some of your street cred there, buddy. Uh, Brooke Elliott having a birthday today. Uh, she, of course, made her uh, debut on, in Wicked on Broadway, but Dead Again is... Oh, I know. Doc. Become... It's Doc Gooden. That's why. Uh, very clearly, it says Dwight. Yeah, but he goes by Doc. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm sure that's why you didn't know. <laughs> That is why I've I didn't heard, know. I, I've heard, I knew the name Dwight Gooden, and I knew okay. he was a baseball player. So don't even go there. Okay. But it was a nice I knew try. It was okay. All right. <laughs> You're on first tape. Y'all are like that. Yeah, we're okay. besties. Got it. All right. He's also uh, a Met, so who cares? Oh, wow. Uh, Brooke Elliott, back to our birthday list, is turning 48 years old today. Uh, probably best known now as uh, In Dead Again. That's some great pipes on her. Yeah, I love being a drama that'll break out in song periodically. And that'll do it. Uh, Dean McDermott, a.k.a. Mr. Tory Spelling, is having a birthday today. He's turning 56 years old. Uh, he's been in a lot of, like, really bad Lifetime movies and Chop Canada. Please step back. Chop or be chopped. Chopped Canada premieres January 2nd on Food Network. Oh, this just in. Gizmo says he thinks... Uh, Dwight, or if you're his bestie, Doc, did uh, a stretch in Lynchburg as a Met. He did play for the Mets. So. Who knew? Okay, there you go. A little local flavor there. Uh, Missy Pyle is having a birthday today. Now, you may not immediately know that name. She's a character actor. She's been in so much stuff. Probably my favorite role that she played was in Dodgeball. See if this scene sounds familiar oh, to you. Oh, and I almost forgot our last player. Meet Fran Stalinaskovich Davidovitsky. <laughs> okay. Ah, yes. In her it's home country fantastic. of Romanovia, dodgeball is the national sport. <laughs> Romanovia. All right, so she's so unattractive in that movie. If you see the, the actual Missy Pyle, drop dead gorgeous. She's so pretty. And they really messed her up in that movie uh, also having a birthday today is pete davidson snl alum he is turning 29 years Legend. old today you got you got engaged to ariana grande yep. yeah i did yeah. 
<laughs> you know what? Do you remember when uh, that whole city pretended that kid was Batman because he was like sick? <laughs> That's what this feels like. <laughs> I can understand that. You're not exactly the guy that people thought Ariana Grande would be, uh, you know, engaged to. So there's that. And then you want to keep with this list, Kim K, and then uh, what's her name, Emily Rostenkowski is now who he's dating. I don't get it. He's he is not. He attractive. gives guys like me hope. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. I see. I see. You. And he's hilarious. Yeah, but did he actually marry any of these people, or is he? Who just cares? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, evidently not you. All right. Well, it's his birthday. He's 29. I'm sure he'll move on to someone Sorry, else. Sorry, I yelled. Very shortly. <laughs> it's okay. Yell on if you want. 434-248-0704. Uh, uh, we are wanting you to text in your guests with our Mind Jam trivia today. 55% of drivers do not know how to do this when it comes to maintaining their vehicle. We want to know what you think this is. Now, a lot of people are guessing the same things that you guessed, which is change the oil or change the tire. I will give you this much uh, advice. That's not the answer. So there's something else that 55% of us do not know how to do. Windshield wipers. Okay. Are you just going to go from like, it's, windshield wipers you can't change windshield wipers I can no okay. you're saying you're saying I'm answering the question Oh gotcha okay okay all right I got gotcha. you I know how to do all of this my father did teach me Good that's good we're going to have the answer coming up here on the morning jam thanks so much for joining us The morning jam Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Well, our Mind Jam Trivia was asking you the question, 55% of drivers don't know how to do this when it comes to maintaining their vehicle. We wanted to know what this was. Uh, we had some interesting questions uh, or answers using your turn signal. Okay. Change, I think it's going to be change a headlight. That's my final uh, guess. Check, check your windshield wiper fluid was one or fill it. Uh, raise the hood. All right. The struggle can be real, especially on a new vehicle. I was trying to pop the trunk on my sister's car, and I, I got the hood instead. So, anyway. Yeah, I have to get used to, like, this is the first time I have a button to undo the trunk in my car. Well, and, like, I, that's what I, to get used and to. that's why I thought it was the trunk. But then I hit it, and it was actually the hood. And then my niece came right behind me when she was looking for it and did the same thing. Not laid out great. Uh, we also had changed the oil gas, check the transmission fluid, proper inflation of tires. Don't get me started on that because... The line at the um, sheets when, for people to Get inflate air. Their, their tires was crazy because the temperatures are changing, and then that happens. And then uh, give a signal and stay in the granny lane. All good answers. Uh, the answer we were looking for was change your windshield wiper blades. Yes. Today is the, that was your third guess. You don't get a yes for uh, no. that. You I'm don't get a high it. five. No. 
that's not how that works. I'm counting it. <laughs> Do you think on Jeopardy, the guy goes, that was my third answer. <laughs> this isn't Jeopardy. What is you, you lost wait a, Jeopardy? What is uh, you put no rule in place where I couldn't guess multiple times. Oh, okay. So it counts. All right. Well, uh, today is... Uh, windshield wiper day. You're supposed to check your windshield wipers. People don't do that, good news evidently. That, good news that it rained yesterday, so people should know if they work or not. Well, they should, but many don't. Uh, when to check your blades before uh, the change of season. So now would be particularly a good time to do that. Uh, when you're getting an oil change, uh, check them when you fill up with gas, after a car wash, before a road trip, all of those things. Now, as I was taking mark my mark to uh get his leg when he broke his his ankle um he was completely obsessed over my windshield wipers but he's obsessed over car maintenance in general so i don't know why that surprised Just me in pain you need to change these exactly no it was this um right over here on the bottom right side at the on the passenger side now, i'm driving the car your windshield wiper really isn't hitting that I don't notice it because you know why? I'm not looking there when I'm driving. He was in pain. I did give him somewhat of a pass, so it was okay. Uh, some of the things we're going to be talking about this morning, we're going to have a, a special guest in from the Jubilee Family Development Center. Uh, they've got a movie night coming up with astronaut Leland Melvin. That's coming up on the 20th at the Academy Center of the Arts. And that's going to be a really nice event for families throughout the area to take in. It is free, but you do have to sign up ahead of time in order to take it in. So uh, that's kind of a fun event that you might want to put down on your calendar and go ahead and get those tickets. Uh, we have DeSantis giving his keynote address. It got a standing ovation. And then, of course, the worst kept secret in America, uh, Trump made his announcement last night. We'll play a little bit of that. Not that that was a big shock for, for anybody. Ivanka was not there. She wasn't at the announcement. And she did speak up afterwards saying she was not going to be involved in politics this go around. Thank you very much. Can't really blame her for that. I will be curious to know, those of you who watched the announcement, um, what did you think? Were you impressed by it? Um, do you think this is the right call? Yeah, 866-916-3776 is our number. Um, we have the gender unicorn. Going to talk about that this morning. Oh, I'm so excited. God help us. Uh, California early childhood teacher says transgenderism should be introduced to toddlers. There you go. I'm going to need booze to get through this show today i'm pretty sure you should have told me sooner i would have brought <sighs> it it's not too late i'm I pretty can, sure i can sneak home what time yeah you'll have to because abc store is not open um irs has released inflation adjustments for 2023 and we're going to talk about how that could impact your tax bill uh, on the local front lynchburg restaurants are rallying around the uh iron and ale who has just gone through a, a horrible time uh, in the past week or so, and uh, and they're they're really stepping up and standing up with their fellow restaurant, and and that's a, a good thing. Uh, court hearing has been scheduled for the man charged with killing three UVA football players. Um, there was an event yesterday. The governor was there. Uh, got pretty choked up. 
while um, speaking at that event. Uh, it's just a, you know, a very difficult time. UVA is going to be resuming classes following the deadly shooting. They are uh, providing support for students and staff there. Um, so we're learning more and more about these young men who died tragically over the weekend. And it seems like all of a sudden this guy's father, who has been out of the picture for quite some time, is uh, showing up a lot in and the media. Of course. Of course he is. So that also annoys me. Uh, national gas prices have dipped slightly, according to Mid-Atlantic AAA. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit. That's some good news. And um, Casey Anthony. We talked about this. She had a, a special that came out. She has accused her father now of killing Kaylee. And that's an, an interesting take on that. So the, so the grandfather is who she's uh, accusing of doing that. Uh, Candace Cameron getting beat up a little bit. She's taking a stand for family values and... Uh, she has left Hallmark. That was announced last year, and she was like, she had been dubbed the Christmas Queen. She did so many Hallmark Christmas movies, and she is now with the Great American Family Network. She and her brother both have been a very staunch advocates for family values, uh, making movies that showcase those family values. And Candace Cameron isn't alone. There's a lot of folks in Hollywood who have said enough is enough. Of course, Hallmark having their first uh, gay couple in one of their Christmas movies this year. Uh, they're definitely straying from what they ini initially uh, set out to be. So we'll, uh, we'll take a look at that. And I'm not familiar with this Great American Family Network. Uh, Pure Flicks, I'm familiar with that. Uh, some of those, but I'm not familiar with this other one. We're going to have to find out more about that one. A uh, veteran who is frustrated with wokeism in our education decided he was going to do something about it. He has now started a classical Catholic school and says that uh, he thinks that's going to be something that we're going to be seeing across the country. And I think he's probably right. We're certainly seeing homeschooling picking up significantly. And I suspect the same will be true with some of these, uh, these other education opportunities that are going to be out there. It's interesting how those who were raised in the Catholic schools were like, oh, we need to make changes. And then we make the changes and those are horrific. So now we're looking to go back to, uh, to that more traditional uh, education, deciding that maybe it wasn't so bad after all, probably. Experts are warning uh, U.S. missile defense needs an overhaul if we're going to stay safe after missiles start hitting NATO land. So they're calling it homeland insecurity, and I can believe it, especially after those conversations we had yesterday uh, talking about Biden's appearance in China and how that went. Um, yeah, and of course the, con the conversation continues about voter questioning how Dems avoided a red wave. Of course, a lot of people are saying that's because of voter fraud. Some are saying, saying that people are just kind of apathetic in the GOP party. Uh, I've received some texts, even overnight I had received some, where people were saying if Trump gets the nomination after his announcement last night, that they'll just sit out and not vote at all. I don't think that's the answer. But 
I think that's the feeling of a lot of folks right now. So we'll talk about all that this morning. Look forward to your calls and your texts. Keep our number handy, 866-916-3776. If you have an opinion about Trump's performance last night, I'd like to hear about it. In the meantime, we have got our folks from WDBJ7. They're going to take a look at some of our headlines from the south side, Roanoke and Lynchburg. We'll also get an update on your weather forecast. It is a bit foggy out there this morning. The deer are very active. Allow yourself a little bit of extra time and make sure you check your wipers because you just might need them. Yeah, we'll have all that coming up here on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. You're listening to The Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Wise becoming sunny today. Highs at 53. It will be on the breezy side at times. Clearing out tonight with a low of 28 degrees. Another chilly afternoon on Thursday. Sunny highs at 46 with a low right around 24 Thursday night. And on Friday, lots of sunshine. Expecting high temperatures at 48 degrees. will stay chilly all through the weekend. And currently, kind of chilly this morning and a little bit rainy in places. Roanoke right now has 42 degrees. Uh, Lynchburg has 37 degrees, 36 in Bedford, 35 in the Danville area. Um, There definitely is a a fog warning in effect there in the Danville area. So uh, be extra mindful of that this morning, Uh, especially in Pennsylvania County. Uh, Looks like they're... Uh, having areas of fog that's definitely reducing some visibility on the south side. Uh, Also, in Amherst, we have 36 degrees, and in Appomattox, 35 degrees this morning. So keep that in mind. A couple of texts this morning that we had coming in uh, about our... (laughs) You okay over there? Yeah, all right? Yes. Okay. All right, just check it. If Trump runs again, all he'll do is pull votes from the GOP, hand the election to the Dems. He has become a royal pain in the arse, A-R-S-E. So there you go. Uh, And then some other people making some observations about uh, last night. Some people, what are you doing over there? All right. I I had to bring in. The, the thing that I use for our show, for Ed's show, okay. for the fast lane, so uh-huh. that, because we have another person in the studio that has to listen. Go, so, oh, gotcha, gotcha. So okay. it's falling, it fell down, <laughs> and I'm trying to put it back. Okay. And it's so funny, because if you touch, literally touch this counter, all the springs go all the way through. So, anyway. I'm trying to teach and trying to help you out. And I'm like, <laughs> my head's going like six different places. Okay. It's all right. Okay. Thank you. 
I of appreciate course. you. I appreciate you. All right. Trump ignores the GOP rivals. He uh, says that the election uh, was stolen. Uh, all of this was part of his announcement as he announced his third run for the White House. Uh, he did spend a lot of time condemning Biden's stewardship of the nation, and deservedly so. Um, he spoke at a moment when many Republicans are trying to distance themselves from him after a lackluster midterm election for the party. Uh, GOP lawmakers, even some traditionally supportive of Trump, hoped he would delay the announcement until at least after the Georgia it happened again. The Georgia Senate runoffs. Um, <laughs> but that didn't happen. Uh, his Trump's speech uh, in a tone more subdued, I would say. I think that's a fair comment in the parts that I watched. Uh, it was definitely more subdued than his campaign rallies. Um, he did avoid the intra-party sniping that he has been uh, doing. Uh, there was no reference to Ron DeSantimonious or Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell or any of that, um, which he's been going at after pretty heavily on his Truth Social account. Uh, he spent most of the time uh, touting himself as the person to fix problems plaguing the U.S. under Biden. And uh, he said America's comeback starts now. Uh, the crowd did seem to be very enthusiastic. It did include many members of his inner circle. Um, and he said, in order to make America great and glorious again tonight, I'm announcing my candidacy for the presidency of the United States, which, again, nobody seemed to be too surprised about. I am curious if there were any of you that were super excited uh, about the announcement. Did you think it created um, a, a good buzz around the president? I, I, I don't know. Are you shocked he's using the same phrase again? No. Because it, it really felt like he was just like, oh, let me just take, let's go back to in a time machine and copy and paste. Well, I think I think that is, and I think for a lot of people, that's some of the problems that they have is not um, looking forward. He's it's like he's trying to recreate something the magic um, that was a, a a very different time from where we are right now. Uh, when he did that, and when it worked before, it was uh, you know that was before the pandemic. That was before um, all of these other things had, had transpired, before he had alienated a lot of people, uh, and there was still a, a little bit of hope that he would rein that ego in, at least for people like me. Uh, I had hoped that that might happen. He would be able to stand up and, and um, I was hard for me to believe shut it. up sometimes. <laughs> I, I, uh, let's be honest. I was hoping that um, Milani was going to take his phone. That's what I was hoping for. That he, she would just take his phone and say, you know what, Donald, we're not going to treat anymore. I'm going to take your phone and you will be all the better for it. But it just didn't I feel like half my phrases in my life were like, if he would just shut up. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people felt that way about it. Now, we were talking earlier about, um, well, Todd Starnes was talking about how the Dems are still doing a good job at reaching out to young people while the GOP seems to be failing in that department. Um, so, Bryce, do you have anything that you want to 
weigh in on about that? I mean, you you're a pretty politically active young Meet man. Set up. Uh, Bryce is is sitting in today. He is. Uh, uh, Trey would eventually like to be able to sleep again, so we're trying to get a, a new producer uh, trained this morning. But you're you're pretty in tune politically. Um, where where do you see the failings coming when it comes to the GOP trying to reach out to young people? Well, I think especially on uh, college campuses, um, a lot of that rhetoric is, you know, put in their face and uh, um, taught to them directly. Um, it's and the cool thing to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's they're a lot of them are sheep kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, they just sort of hop on board and and see what everyone else is doing, and um, I think that that plays a huge part in the in the young vote. So, you know, when I was in school, one of the things that was so exciting about going to college was you had an opportunity to kind of spar with people, to talk about different ideas, to engage in in that process. Is it like that anymore? Absolutely not. I don't think it I don't think it can be. You're 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 shut down otherwise, you're silenced otherwise. Um if you vilified. Have, yeah. Yep. Mm. I remember we had campus like so I was in the libertarian club in college like that was honestly the party I'm most affiliated with and we had campus-wide debates like you would have an annual campus-wide debate and you should be able to do that it ran by it was run by the school paper and you had um at least the libertarian club called Virginia Tech Republicans and the Dems like and they would debate the issues and it actually was good and it felt like but how are so when was that so that had been 20 that would, i graduated in 2019 so it had been like 2016 17 18, like there was one in all see four i'm years. shocked it was even going yeah. on then i'm absolutely shocked that it's going on then because mm-hmm. even at places like liberty university yep it's amazing how you'll get shut down mm-hmm. when it comes to speaking any type of conservatism you went to a concert this weekend you said you were absolutely surrounded the whole yep. weekend <laughs> i was and and, and, and it, it's it just, sort of made me feel like i just needed to stay in my own my own bubble right yeah. <laughs> really because you just didn't want to be affiliated right. Right. uh didn't want to because i think people they don't want to engage because they're not going to have an intelligent conversation exactly. they're immediately going to start calling names and that type thing like yep. i get that we have a special guest okay all right, uh, we're going to go to the phone lines. Good morning. You're on the morning jam. It's salty, Janet. Hey. We, we're going to give you some intelligence right now. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. You said you said you want an intelligent conversation. Ooh, sorry about that. I got a load shift going on this morning, kind of like Trey. Hey, Trey, I'm going to run over hey, to Taylor Brothers and ask William for some duct tape. For you, do I need to run it by so you can hold that studio together? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we might need to. That might be a good idea. I thought maybe you were going to give goodness. me the duct tape for Trey, but no. I got it. <laughs> no, not to close his mouth. I'm talking about to hold together whatever the heck is falling apart. I know. I hear you. I hear you. So what did you think about the announcement last night, Salty? Oh, my gosh, Janet, Melania looks so good. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not what you were supposed to be taking in. I'm well, proud of you, Salty. Well, it was the highlight of the night. <laughs> you know, 
I don't know, Janet. I'm going to tell you something right now. If Donald Trump would have been like that after he lost, he would be on top of the polls right now with, with or without Melania, you know. But it, it's just if he'd have had that contract spirit and all, I think people would say, all right, I'm going to go with the, the old Trumpster. But, you know, he was just bombastic and everything else. But last night, he's a little bit of a different man. Well, and and I, I agree with that. I watched it, and he was much more subdued than he normally was. He yeah. was he was not um, he was not rude and annoying as as he can be. Yeah. But do you think it's too yeah. little, too late? I think it's too little, too late. I think you know it's already. Uh, you know, the jack-in-the-box has done jumped out the box, Janet. Yeah. And there ain't no hamburgers to feed everybody. Right. Right. Well, it's going to be interesting to, to see what ends up happening. Um, I agree he was much more subdued last night. I just don't know that yeah. that's going to be enough to to do anything about it. But did you see De, uh, DeSantis's keynote address? Boy, he had them on their feet. Oh. Uh. I think he's the man if he can withstand the Don, you know. Right. Uh, he he said, look at my score, look at my scorecard, I think is what a term he used mm -hmm. uh, on the people that won in Florida. But I, I, I tell you what, Janet, I'm my fear for the country almost as much now because I think it's going to be a bloody, bloody race. It's going to be, it's going to be like Yellowstone. <laughs> it's, it, it's going to be a lot of blood, and I believe it to be so. Oh, my. Well, you know, 2016, the GOP, uh, you know, primary wasn't pretty then either, so I don't guess we should expect well, anything different this time. Well, by 2024, they're going to have Joe's avatar fully up and option, <laughs> operational. Oh, Lord. And, uh, you know, when it, didn't, when it couldn't get him to go to the G20, was, did he, was he just taking a nap or was he in secret meetings? Oh, my because gosh. It was said, so bad. He said they weren't going to let one inch of NATO be harmed and uh, missile straight or whatever into Poland and kill two people. Now, Joe said seven or eight months ago, not one square inch of NATO uh, is going to be uh, in this war. Well, guess what? It's two miles into NATO, Joe. What yeah. the hell are you going to do now? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, my friend. Salty, I'm so glad you called this morning. Well, I love you guys, and I, I love my country. And I, It's just going to be interesting, Janet. It's going to be better than watching reruns of The Office. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know. We shall see. Thank you, my dear. I'll talk to we'll you soon. You. Okay. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. 
Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Nothing gets me in the mood to cook more than a conversation with Salty. Uh, our Five of Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're located on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. They've got lots of great deals now just in time for Thanksgiving. Be sure to sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. We'll tell you how to do that very shortly. Right now, I've got a recipe for a Sicilian chicken soup. If you like Caravra's uh, chicken soup, you're going to love this recipe uh, because it's kind of a copycat version of that. With it being so rainy and cold, uh, it's definitely soup weather. You're going to start with uh, a whole chicken to make this particular soup in a large pot. You're going to place that chicken in there with some onion and red peppers, celery, carrots, uh, potatoes, diced tomatoes with their juices, and then add enough cold water to cover it by an inch and put it on some high heat, bring it just to a boil, and then uh, and then reduce it down. Let it simmer for a couple of hours until that chicken is just falling off the bone, and then you're going to pull that out and remove all of that chicken uh, off, it, off of the, the bones once it gets cool enough to touch and put it back into the pot. Then you're going to add in some of your pasta. I like to use the Dittolini pasta, the little tiny uh, circles, and put that in there. Using a tomato potato masher, you're going to mash the soup a couple of times, letting the potatoes get just a little smash um, because that's going to thicken it up nicely. Uh, after you get that done, then you're going to put your chicken and your noodles into the pot and serve it with some extra Italian parsley on the top, maybe some Parmesan on there as well. Uh, the flavor is just amazing because you're cooking that chicken down with all of those yummy vegetables, and uh, you'll be eating on this one for a while. So make sure you've got a crowd. Now, if you're not cooking for a crowd and you just want to cut that in, in half, you can use just a couple of chicken breasts. Lots of times that's what I'll do unless uh, everybody's coming over. Check out the recipe by going to Facebook, type in in Janet's Five and Dine, you'll find this recipe and all the recipes we share brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. FNL Market will have you holiday ready as they celebrate Thanksgiving with some great deals. Spiral smoked hams are $2.48 a pound. Whole country ham sliced free are $4.29 a pound. Save on whole boneless pork loin, $2.69 a pound. And beef bottom round roast are $3.98 a pound. In the produce section, save on North Carolina sweet potatoes, just 59 cents a pound. Happy Thanksgiving from everyone at FNL Market. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam. Good morning, guys. Hope you're having a good one so far. Now, uh, just keep in mind that uh, it is a little bit foggy this morning. If you're on the south side, it is a whole lot of foggy uh, going on this morning. And the deer are moving like crazy. I mean, they were 
you could just feel them uh, on the sides of the road uh, kind of scurrying around. And I had a buck who was running alongside the road with me this morning. That was very weird. I kept waiting for his antlers to kind of go into the side of the car, but they didn't. So that was a good thing. Uh, just go slow and be aware of uh, what's going on because they're very active this morning. Restaurants in the Hill City are coming together to show support for the crew and the family at uh, Iron and Ale. Uh, several folks downtown, the Water Dog, Market at Main, My Dog Duke's Diner, they're all stepping up and helping out their fellow restaurant. Uh, they're donating 5% of their sales during the next two weeks to help cover their team's loss of wages while they're closed for a time of grieving. And there's also a place where you can go and donate if you would like to do that. Um, that was put on social media yesterday. Uh, no word yet on exactly when they're going to be opening up i mean this was something that nobody saw coming for sure um and it, it does impact a lot of people they are closed indefinitely yeah after a shooting a week ago at like, the restaurant friday literally like last not this like a week of sunday yeah i mean i had lunch there about a month ago yeah uh, it was nice outside food's good i mean there's a very popular restaurant there in yeah. the windhurst area and it's going to be hard on the people who work there because it's not like they've got a, a tremendous amount of money built yeah, up. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're still going to be, you know, kind of struggling to uh, to make it through the next couple of weeks. So if you'd like to help out with that, uh, it's nice that you have an opportunity that you can kind of uh, step up and, and do that. Um, the father of the suspected shooter at UVA, he is... Seems like he's in the media a lot right now. Uh, hasn't been in the picture too much. If you didn't get a chance to listen to the interview we did yesterday with uh, CBS affiliate uh, Jim Crisula, who I really enjoy, he was in Charlottesville, and he was talking about uh, the interview that the father had given. Um, this is the same father that was largely absent from his son's life. Uh, for a long time but from from the age that he was five years old um, but now we're hearing quite a bit from him uh, on Sunday night uh, Mike Hollins senior uh, said that he answered the the phone call from his son's mother uh, said he was sleeping and he knew when the phone rang that time of night something had gone wrong and uh, and then they said that uh, they said that Mike had been shot um, of course, this is the father of um, the running back. That's the running back, right? And uh, and so that was just a horrible night. I can't imagine being a parent uh, talking about that. Holland yeah. said his son was shot in the back. Uh, the doctors removed a bullet from his stomach. Uh, he had a follow-up surgery yesterday morning, and uh, the father of this young man says that he's doing well. He is responsive. And he's writing on a pad because he can't speak right now because he has a, a tube. Um, one of the things he said about his son is he's worried about his friends. He said his son was very close to all the victims who were killed, especially Deshaun Perry. Deshaun was his best friend, uh, almost like a brother. He kept writing on the tablet asking about his friends. Uh, and we didn't tell him while he was in this condition. Uh, as Hollins grapples with how to tell his son that his friends are gone. 
He's had a lot of questions about the alleged shooter and former UVA football player Christopher Jones Jr., who pulled the trigger. He said, you never would have thought it would be someone that he knew or for what reasons we don't know, and we just don't know the reasoning behind it. Was it a vendetta? Hollins has even more questions about why Jones was even still at the university. He said, this guy was on the radar. We talked about this yesterday. News conference said he was on the radar back in September and again in February for some reason. My son and three of his buddies have to suffer the consequences for slow reaction to adjudicate this. He said his son is supposed to graduate from UVA in December. He said the shooting is not going to stop him from reaching that milestone. So, it, you know, it's good to know that his son is doing well, uh, but what a, a difficult job he has as a father to uh to deal with this with his son yeah i mean uh ed and i kind of listened into all the press conference with uh athletic director carla williams and head coach tony elliott and tony elliott like they delayed the press conference because he just got back from the hospital with mike collins and you could just tell how shaken he was how shaken she was by the by the whole situation and right it puts football like you, you you realize at the end of the day like football is a game and this is real life and it's your but heart it is breaks a, it is a family it for those are, young oh men. yes ma'am yes we've got yes, more yes. coming up here on the morning jam thanks for joining us you're listening to the virginia talk radio network 100.9 wiqo forest and 106.3 wmna fm greta danville